a man who always has an opinion, and I'm sure he is very keen to discuss this next topic. So Richard Callender is on to talk racing, but I dare say there would have been a few sports people that uh, just upset you over the years. Richie, welcome to you. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Bulldog. I agree with Steve. I'm on Steve's team. We don't like the media. <laughs> hey, thanks for the tip too, Rich. That was great. I asked Rich oh, for one wow. tip in my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was my bet in the local punters club. Right. Declares this thing. It's home. Don't worry. Bang. He even texts, bang, go and pick up the cash now. <laughs> uh, go on, explain it, Rich. What happened? It was disappointing, wasn't it? Cosmic Minerva. That's it, yes. Uh, most disappointing. Oh, yeah, I got the grovelling text yesterday, bagging the jockey and bagging this and bagging the race. No, I, I, I said they rode it too close, but I said it was still very disappointing, Cosmic Minerva. There's no doubt about that. I think when you get too far back one day, you want to be closer, but I think it's a better horse ridden cold. But, yeah, disappointing, Bulldog. In relation to your people, obviously Dave Warner's going to get a stack of mentions because he's very hard to like. I know you like him, but that's in your that's in the group that you mix with. Um, blokes like the Troll Mitchell, champion. Love watching him, but geez, he hurts me. And then you look at blokes. I interviewed a bloke two weeks ago, and I wouldn't call him a champion, but he's a champion in his field, Bill Harrigan. He hurt me, but I like him off the field. Like Great Anthony man. Mundy. It's funny, isn't it? A lot of these players and names that you're suggesting, they... A lot of them haven't even done anything wrong to sort of no, get, it, to exactly. get under your skin. It's almost their ability that gets them there. But anyway, hey, uh, on the racing front, I did make mention of the father-daughter situation up there on the Gold Coast. And I, I mentioned maybe uh, Pete Graham and CJ Graham might have run a Quinella as a father-daughter before. But either way, does that ring a bell to you? Any others? I started to rack my mind just in the minute you said it, Ben, and I can't think of any others um, mm. that uh, father-daughter riding against each other or with the Quinella race. I've got two daughters. Um, they, they're they light enough to be jockeys, but I know their dad isn't. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't think of any. I know brothers. And, uh, father, brothers sons. And, and father, sons. A few father-sons. And father-sons, but uh, no, father-daughters. But we are going to see that. I think we'll see it more. Because we're going to, as I've said many times, in 10, 15 years' time, yeah, the, the the male jockeys will be in the little room and the females will be in the big room because it's becoming more evident that the women are going to take over, which they do in time and everything, and I think they'll take over the riding ranks. Yeah, well, it's good to see at the moment we certainly have... Um, many star men and women jockeys who are, are dominating across each and every state. Hey, uh, in terms of talking points, I, I thought deservedly so. The uh, Dean Lester race down there, down south, attracted a lot of interest. His uh, John McNeil fell agonisingly short in what would have been a, a really emotional and satisfying win for him, but still a great result for uh, the Hayes boys and, and nice to see a great man celebrated. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think we, we you, you've got to move with the times, but you've also got to celebrate those that have had impacts on a lot of people's careers. I know that Max Presnell and my dad are, are incredibly touched with uh, Race Just Wales naming the calendar Presnell race, and Ian Craig and John Tapp and the like, and we've always recognised some greats. And for Dean Lester, uh, who, who sadly is gone, but had a major impact on, on the, the modern-day Victorian racing, particularly the last two decades, I, uh, I think it was very, uh, very special from Racing Victoria and the, and the Mel- and, uh, was it, uh, the VRC. So, um, yeah, uh, a great race. I think they all would have been itching to win the race. But, uh, yeah, a great man gone. Rich, overdue successful brutality? No. Uh, 
Well, I said on Friday, I said in my text, I, I was very keen on Cosmic Minerva. I even just had a little sneaky save mistake on the end of Princess. But look, what a great story. You get them every week, but Joe Pride just said it. Wouldn't it be marvellous? A good mate of mine's in the horse. Uh, a bloke that you might have had a few beers with called Popper. Um, Paulie Webster's in the horse, and a lot of them have been in it for a long time. So to think that he's the way the prize money is, Bulldog, he's won over a million dollars. That's just incredible. Uh, a, a six year old gelding, and uh, the hardest rating, the hardest part for him is now that he, he's so well weighed, um, so high in the ratings. He's be almost up near 100 now. He's got him, he's gonna have to carry big weight if he takes on the grade that he did yesterday, or that he takes on the big dogs. He get the big fields, and that's when he's unlucky. But geez, he's been a, a star for him. But I think really. He's just been a star and shows the uh, the ability that Joe Pride's got. Yeah, and by the sounds of things, that may have may have been his farewell. So it'd be great to see him go out on a winning note. In terms of win of the day, brutality jumped off the page, but it's hard to split a few of the others. Special Envoy was fantastic. I thought Tazarel's return was brilliant as well. And even late in the day in the last, Omni Man just goes from strength to strength. I think what you said is right about Omni Man. Wow, um, he's come back. He he could be a serious sprinter, you know. The thousand meter races. Uh, I think Gay and Adrian have particularly just worked him out now and said, right, you're just a thousand meter specialist. Two starts ago, they kind of sat, you know, but basically at the flanks of Passagiata, it was too good for him. Passagiata said, no, nah, not not this day. We're going to go burning along. See if he can do that. Well, he just had a couple of lengths off him, went straight past him. So. Oh, he's a very good horse. He could turn into a, a top-class sprinter, uh, particularly the 1,000, and, and just pure speed. i tell you what, I was excited for a, a, a good mate of mine, Jeff Grimish, who's put a hat full of money into charities all around the world, and uh, for his horse, Fear Nought, to uh, finally mm. win again yesterday, I thought it was pretty special too. Hey, yeah, you talk about those top-quality top sprinters. I was having a look ahead for, for other reasons towards the Everest. And, you know, you've got Giga Kick, who, interestingly, won a maiden. Oh, was it a maiden? Uh, won a race, won the first race in the corresponding meeting last year in Melbourne and then suddenly reached the, the Everest Heights a few months later. Between that, I wish I win, think about it. Uh, then we sort of had a, have a bit of a gap back. Of those youngsters, who do you think will be the one that becomes an Everest contender? Is it Shinzo? Is it um, Red Resistance, potentially? Is there one, you know, that might be getting under our guard? I know what you're saying. It kind of falls up, falls away, doesn't it? And yeah. That's why, without promoting um, your employer, the tab, with, and a lot of them, with the offer of money back if they don't race, I told you, I've had something on Nature Group at $15. He will only race if he's spot on. And then if he's spot on, I think he becomes a $5 chance. He can still get $15 money back um, at the top of the tree. I think Giga Kick's the, the one to clearly beat. Is something going to come out of left field? Well, I think Opal Ridge just written stone cold. I think she's capable of the young horses, though. The only one you can even think of, Ben, is Shinzo, because mm. they've come out and said, that's where we're going to head. We're going to head towards uh, an Everest target. So Shinzo's the only one that you can probably think of. But... Um, you know what? We see it every year. Something will come from left field um, and you'll go, wow, it'll be a, a two-year-old about to turn three will come back stronger and bigger this year and you'll go, wow, where did you come from? And that's that's the art of being a punter. You're going to try and find one that no one's got yet, but a trainer's got one in the back of his mind saying, listen, this goes real good. Keep an eye on it. Keep your ears peeled. Something will come from left field that'll be a player. 
I certainly hope so. Uh, we need to go very quickly. Anything I need to back today? No, no, not no. today. Back tomorrow. We're going to Goulburn tomorrow, Benny. I'm going into Goulburn, Goulburn tomorrow. Aldenari. Aldenari at Goulburn tomorrow. All right. I'll Tommy write that Papley's one down. Tommy in the ownership. Tommy Papley, the great man. Well, if it can carry him, it can carry anything. All right. Thanks, Richie. Chat to you. Yeah, boys.